Today is Thursday, January 28th, 2021, and it's a gangbang. <laughs> Joining me tonight on this gangbang is Brother Sinatus. Hi, Brother Sinatus. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. Excellent. We have Blind Guy Jay. Hi, Jay. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Doing well. We have the Faye Driver. Hey, Faye Driver. Can't hear you. You're muted. <laughs> Every meeting. Hello, everybody. Thanks for having me. (laughs) (laughs) It is every Zoom meeting is like Mm. that. And last but not least is Ricky, Ricky Burton from the Foul Monkeys podcast. Hi, Ricky. Hey there. How are you guys? (laughs) Excellent. So glad you all are here tonight. Um, So, what do you guys want to talk about? (laughs) I really have no context. Um, can we, all right, I'm just going to go straight out the bat. I'm sorry. I have to do this. Can we talk about that fucking crazy bitch, Margaret, something green, it's, whatever her name is. Interesting that you said, oh, because I actually awful. do have that written down. Her name is uh, Marjorie Taylor, Tyler green or Taylor green. Oh, um, she forgot. She forgot hyphen asshole cunt. Yeah. <laughs> well, the videos that are going around of her harassing that, um, the guy who was in, uh, What's the name of that place? David Hogg. Yes. But the high school I'm talking about. Parkland. Parkland High School. Yeah. He was actually in there and she's harassing him. And it was like a week after the shooting or like two weeks after the shooting. Like it was like fucking real fresh. I didn't realize it was that soon after the shooting. Yeah, it was pretty soon. Now, the rest of you, are you familiar with who we're talking about? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. I am not. So you are not. So apologize. um, Marjorie Taylor Greene, or Tyler Greene, I think it's Taylor Greene, um, is now a representative in the House of Representatives. Is that right, Ricky? Yes. And she's, and she's a piece of shit. Well, she's, okay. She's brand new. She just. Yep, I, I know who you're talking about, but okay. go ahead. Yeah. Well, she's been harassing people, mm-hmm. and she's doing things like after the Capitol. Well, one thing is that she has been accused of uh, taking people on a tour of the Capitol the day before the um, right capital the capital. insurrection. Yep. And that she was like showing them where they should go and where. <gasps> no. Everything. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, then there's the whole thing about following David Hogue and, um, you know, harassing him about, um, Oh, you know, I didn't press record. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I didn't see the button. Go. Oh, I'm just starting to press the record. I, I think the new software is supposed to automatically record. Somewhere. I don't know where the recording goes. Uh, Well, that's cool. I I got it now. No big deal. Um, Anyway, what I was saying was, so she's got that. And then she's got um, just the fact that in in the actual Capitol, she refuses to um, go through the metal detector. And she's carrying a gun with her. She has a gun and she she refuses to follow those rules. I mean, there's this woman is just Uh, psycho. Isn't she the woman who also uh, launched articles of impeachment against President Biden. Is she the one who did that today? Because I think someone yes. did oh, do yeah. that today. Oh, I hadn't seen that news today. It was at some Screen. point, maybe it was this afternoon. Yes, okay. I did. I did see that. I didn't realize it was her. Man, she. I don't just... know if it's her or not, but I, it looks like the same woman who who wants to impeach Biden. Yeah. On, <laughs> and it was like day four of his presidency. Right. <laughs> 
Let's see. Oh, yeah. Well, here's an article. Why members of Congress are calling to expel Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah. Oh, please do. Wow. Oh, that would be I'm looking interesting. At the, yeah, I'm looking at the Washington Post. That would be great. Yeah. Um, I mean, it'd be fantastic if they could actually do that. Well, we'll there's another article here. if they here can get anything done. <laughs> that says House Democrats revive bill to ban colleagues from carrying guns on Capitol grounds. I mean, wouldn't that just be a given that you can't carry a gun on the Capitol? Yeah, sad that we would have to, you know, go about it that way of making a rule about it because you would just assume that people could, you know, refrain from doing that. Yeah. yeah. Out of respect, but does anybody know where what state she's from? Um, Georgia. That's what I was thinking, Georgia. Hmm. It just figures. First district. First district. <laughs> Is that what she says. <laughs> I don't know what they can do about her technically. I mean, they can they can um, they can expel her. They just have to have the votes to do it, right? And you know, the votes, do they need a super majority to do it? I was just going to ask that. Do we need to have the sixty-seven versus the fifty-one? I I think it's the same situation, but there are more Republicans. I don't think very many are. Democrats, but I don't think too many more. So no, right. it's actually 50-50. and the reason we still have in the, the Senate, but in the House, it's it's slightly oh, in the House. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Better, um, you know, but not still not a supermajority. Correct, but we we do have the a controlling um, amount of people. Right, but I was going to say in the Senate, the only reason it's it's still okay is because the um, tie-breaking vote is. Um, Kamala Harris. So, yeah. So we would we would we would win in a fifty-one uh, majority, but not in a supermajority. Yeah, and I go ahead. Uh, I was going to say I appreciate that so far the Democrats are. I mean, President Biden has signed quite a few executive orders, but I like that Democrats are trying to not just day one like introduce a bunch of um, stuff and ram it through. You know, they're they're actually trying to negotiate, set up rules and go about things in an orderly way. Um, and I I'm hoping that will help uh, some of the Republicans be willing to work with them and, you know, and they can actually negotiate or try to um, come back together a little bit. Wouldn't that be nice? That would be nice. I'm not so sure that's going to work, but it would I know. Be nice. Yeah. Ricky just um, had a but aren't there a, aren't there a lot of it yeah. um, so you know can we talk about the executive orders that Biden has been shooting out of course um, mm-hmm. and the whole situation like Trump ruled by executive order right yes he mm-hmm. did. everything he did was by an executive order and now Biden is in power and he is now, <laughs> spitting out executive orders left, right, and center to mm-hmm. undo all of these Trump things. Like, can we talk about this method of governing? It uh, well, and some of you guys know probably further, you know, back. But I, it seems like during Obama's presidency, we it started to become a. Uh, a trend to get things done because I don't remember hearing much about executive orders. I think they always existed, obviously, but I just don't remember 
them being big issues. And Obama, I think we we started to see on bigger issues using the executive orders. Well, if you remember, for the first two years of Obama's administration, uh, the Democrats controlled the House and the Senate. So right. he pretty much, well, that's how he was able to get Obamacare through. Right. Wow. So there wasn't a whole lot of uh, needing executive orders because he was able right. to get the majority of the stuff done he wanted to do. But then in um, 2010, when the... Um, is it 2010? Uh, I think midterms. so. Yeah, the midterms. Senate, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we lost the we Republican. lost the House and the Senate, and then it's like almost impossible to do anything. And with Mitch McConnell uh, running the Senate, he doesn't right. want to do anything. If anything, he wants to shut down. He wanted to shut down Obama on every oh absolutely you know, every step. But today, as you say, it seems like everything is being done with executive order. And the one thing, if you remember, um, Trump just didn't even want to try to go through the Congress. He just would write these executive orders for all this stuff. Well, Biden, Damn it. to start out, Biden is simply just correcting all the shit that Trump did wrong. Yeah. So I don't have an issue with the executive orders on that. Now, I do think that in the long run, when it comes to time to actually write new legislation that um, Biden will try to work with both sides. I just right. don't want it to come down to the point where he says, let's move forward. Let's forgive and forget. And let's, you know, and, you know, cause he, he has a very conciliatory tone when it comes to past mistakes, meaning Trump and, and not mm -hmm. prosecuting Trump. And um, I, I don't want him to take that route and, and, and you know, give Trump a pass. That would just drive me crazy. But anyway, back to the executive orders. Who has something they want to share with that? Well, one of the things I was going to mention is the, because there's such a slew of them, I, I am hoping that we'll move back towards actually legislating changes and so that things become more permanent because otherwise every time we change parties, we're just going to have these wild swings back and forth with, you know, tons of executive orders. And I don't, long-term, I think it's a, I don't know, you you start to get motion sickness, right? From the, the swings back and forth, you're like, whoa, what's going on? What world do I live in, you know? Because it just changes so quickly. And yet, if we legislate, then hopefully some of those things, um, you know, would, would become law and would stick and, be lasting change rather than, um, you know, because if the next president, you know, if for some reason in four years we lose, you know, the Democrats lose and, um, you know, all of a sudden uh, trans people are barred from being in the military again. Um, and gays know. can't adopt. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just stupid back and forth stuff like that, that it clearly, the, the other frustration is that this clearly is not the um you know so many of the executive orders that trump used to change things were really not majority opinions like the population oh. it, it doesn't reflect the will of the people in our country absolutely and that's, and that's the, the frustration problem. and that yeah. is the problem with executive orders i agree but but i have a question about that does the the house actually represent the people because it seems like the republicans We'll just do whatever they bloody well feel like it. The, and so are they representing their constituents or are they representing the Republican Party? Well, I think um, we're, we're seeing 
you know, I think growing up, I used to think, you know, we live in a democracy and the longer you live in it, you realize, no, we live in, um, in a representative democracy, which is very different because the, um, certain populations are much more heavily represented, right? Every state, regardless of population, gets two senators. And so states like California, where you've got, you know, an enormous population has the exact same um, amount of representation in the Senate as, you know, a tiny, um, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a sparsely populated Montana. South Dakota. Or South, yeah. Exactly. I mean, but so the the representation is not reflective of the actual population. It's representative of territory. I have a super conservative uncle and he after the President Trump was elected, um, he did this big, long thing on Facebook about um, how the country was truly being represented um, you know, and that that Hillary Clinton hadn't won the popular vote because, you know, and he went through this whole long argument and what it came down to. And I, I made one post on his thing and said, you're talking about geography, not people. Right. Because his whole point was like, um, you know, President Trump won because it's the majority of the people. And I'm like, no, your argument fails because you're talking about geography exactly because now the majority you know vote was clearly went to hillary clinton um but they ignore that right he he hopes that he goes so far into the weeds that everybody and and i think a lot of people forget in that that um you know they're they're talking about more representation of geography or territory than than people yes but don't you think the house of representatives is representative of the people in terms of getting a representative for a certain amount of population within no. that state? No, if you look at the numbers of representatives, they shifted every now and then, but there's still um, some of the less populated states are still much, uh, um, much more heavily represented um, in well, the House. That's represented in the Senate easily because a state right. like Senate Wyoming, for sure. But- has 700,000 people in it. And my little city of Washington, D.C. also has 700,000 people right. in it. And we don't even have representation, but we're going to be a state The House soon. is closer to representing, that's, that's but it, it's still, yeah, it's it's more balanced than the Senate in, right. in terms of population, but it's still not there. Like in California, you know, we're the most densely populated or most heavily populated state. Um, and yet, you know, in the, the House, when you divide out the number of votes per representative, we're, we still have a, a lot more people per representative that are, you know, for a single representative than some of the smaller states. Well, you know that after you, every 10 years when you have the census, right. the, the numbers switch because of what the numbers end up with the Which census. Which hopefully I'm crossing my fingers that things swing back a, a, a little from where they were headed yeah. Before. Okay. Faye's got yeah. his hand up. I know you can't see that. Mm-hmm. Jay. <laughs> but. I just want to say that I, uh, I applied for a job. You know, I, some of you may not know, but I am retired. So I, yes. <laughs> what are you doing know. applying for jobs? <laughs> are you bored? <laughs> I applied for a job as a census enumerator because Canada mm-hmm. is doing a census in 2021. Oh, so I have yet to find out if I, 
will be successful as uh, a census enumerator. Very cool. Yeah, do you mm-hmm. do I would not things? want to do that job. I could yeah. no. Well, I wouldn't want I, to do it now during COVID. Right. Now, I wouldn't want to do it in general because I see how they're treated here. <laughs> I'm like, bitch, don't knock on my door. <laughs> well, they only knock on the I, doors of the people who don't return the um right. Yeah. Um, I did mine online. That's the problem, though. <laughs> I did mine online, and they harassed the shit out of me. And I'm like, I have turned this in. I have the receipt. Stop bugging me. <laughs> mm. Brother Sinatus, we haven't well, heard much from you. Do you have anything to share? Not at the moment yet, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, the the problem is with uh, I um, had a coworker, I don't know, fifteen years ago or something, who applied to work for the census, and she was going out and she worked with the homeless a lot, and so she um, was going out and trying to you know get people to register who are homeless, and um, you know, she said one of the challenges is the people you're trying to track down are oftentimes people who don't want to be found. And right, so they right. don't want to be bothered and they're more hostile. You know, she's like, I, I realized after I signed up that even though I love working with this population, that um, I was setting myself up for a rough go of of things mm. because a lot of these people don't don't want to be harassed or feel like you're um you know, that they're giving away something, even if they are homeless, you know, she said it, right. uh, working with them, she said, I understand, like, they're, it's not because they're homeless that they don't want to be counted. It's oftentimes they don't, there's a, a distrust of government in general. And a lot of times that goes along with um, mental health disorders. And, you know, they just, they, they don't want people keeping track of them or knowing who they are, or where they live, you know. Well, I will say yeah. that uh, under the Trump administration, I'm not so sure how we can trust the, the actual numbers because he tried to manipulate the census several mul- uh, multiple times by not counting, um, hey. not not illegal immigrants. anybody who's Latinx, well, undocumented, yes. yeah. undocumented, Un- undocumented. That's the right. Or undocumented, yeah. So, I mean, how do you how do you trust those numbers? And then they're also, I thought they weren't they weren't. One of the questions wasn't, um, are you gay, but are you in a same-sex relationship, right? I think so. Mm-hmm. So he's not counting the gay people, just counting same-sex Did that relationships. make it on there? Because I don't remember answering that. on the When I responded online, I don't remember that being a question. I remember they debated putting it on there, but I thought it didn't end up being on they there. They asked your... Um, marital status. If your marital status, if it was... I don't... I forget how they put it. It wasn't like, I think it was same sex, yeah. opposite sex, same sex. Oh, and so if you single. responded, yes. Cause like I, I always say I'm married, but legally I am not for healthcare reasons. Cause my husband gets really cheap healthcare. Um, you know, but we are not legally officially married. We went through a marriage ceremony, um, mm-hmm. but didn't file with the County. Well then how and do you so, legally get his healthcare? No, 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 no. Um, I don't. I have health care through my work. Oh. But to add him to my health care at work. It's like $4,000. insanely expensive. Even okay. the state's very generous for me. But to add him would cost me a, a ton. And we compared and it's like, it's a heck of a lot cheaper for him to take the uh, the subsidized covered California. And part of it is because there's a, a large income 
discrepancy between us. Mm-hmm. So he's he's a care provider, and you know they get paid terrible wages, which is sad because. Uh, God, I I couldn't do the kind of work he does, right? Like, like he he should be well paid for um, for what he does. But well, if um, I were to add anyway. my husband to my insurance, because I'm retired, I I think I have pretty decent insurance. But if mm-hmm. I were to add him to my insurance, it would triple the cost to just have right. your husband, my spouse, yeah. on there. Yeah, I, I, well, I added Tony to his own. Mm-hmm. I added Tony to my insurance because it's better, but. Right. Um, just for myself, it's only like around one sixty a month. But mm-hmm. adding oh. him brought it up to five seventy two. I cannot believe you're only paying one sixty a month. That's that's probably no, only I'm not. your I'm portion, right? I'm paying five seventy two. I'm paying oh, right. six hundred dollars a month in retirement. Oh, ooh, sorry. I know how much. Six hundred dollars, but I actually get a hundred and twenty dollars stipend, so it's like. 480. I, but my point I, is, I was going to say, gonna go yeah. up in retirement when you retire. Yeah. Yeah. Mine will go up hmm. here well, too. I won't, but, um, I won't tell you what I pay for health insurance. Well, you're in Canada. <laughs> uh, it's free. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But you like do pay have a doctor ben- bill and you get a refund. But you have, <laughs> but you have taxes that help. You have higher taxes generally that help um, provide all that, right? Well, I suppose, but I haven't. I haven't paid right. taxes for several years, like income tax. <laughs> yeah. How? Because he has um, things. He's to got help. a good accountant. <laughs> He's got deductions oh. to offset it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if you if you invest in savings, what you would call a four hundred one k, then our taxes, mm-hmm. your your income taxes are reduced. Right. So as long as do you guys as I have contrib- a limit on that. Do you have yes. a limit, HR? Oh, okay. Yes. What's your limit? Well, it or changes like all year. the time. Do you know what it is this year? Uh, twenty thousand twenty twelve oh, okay. twenty three thousand dollars in twenty twenty. Okay, because ours is nineteen thousand five hundred. I was going to say, yeah, isn't it close to twenty now? It's twenty twenty six thousand five hundred if you're over fifty. <laughs> um. Hey, that's my line I, of work. That's what I, I do, just so. I just joined AARP. <laughs> oh, congratulations! I turned fifty. I was like, woohoo! I could join, and it was it was only forty five bucks for the first five years. I'm sure the next five years will cost me, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but I have but an AARP card. I have one. <laughs> I yeah, did have well, one because when I turned my, fifty, I went ahead and joined it too. But it's it's funny because my husband benefits. will get a card. Um, it, too and he's he's only 46 so they say like a you know household partner or whatever and they just have you fill in their name and so i'm like hey guess what you get an aarp card too well ricky <laughs> ricky what have you used your aarp card for so far um i don't know where it is i know i have one <laughs> well, i know i have one because tony signed up for I, it and i got one the I, only I, I, time uh, I think it will help would be travel because sometimes they have a decent AARP rate. And when I travel with the state, the state rate is generally better than than um, regular, you know, market rate. But the AARP rate is oftentimes less than the state rate. So I might actually save on on some travel. Hmm. Well, I just found in the first couple of years of having that when I turned 50 that I didn't 
mm-hmm. get any savings on anything. Like you have to be 55 <laughs> to get the discount at the grocery store or whatever. You know, you have to get to it reached a certain age before it actually kicks in. So I stopped, yeah. I stopped it and, and I don't even have it now. So that's how they get you. It is how they That's get you. That's how they get you. <laughs> <laughs> big fatty would say. I wonder if the premiums go up at 55, too. Probably. I have no <laughs> <Right>. idea. <laughs> Since you didn't join again. <laughs> exactly. Well, and we're not traveling, so I don't know why. Right. I was like, woohoo, like I might get a discount if I ever travel oh. again. <laughs> I want to go I'm back to, um, I'm sco- go ahead, Ricky. Oh, no. Speaking of traveling, I'm supposed to go to California in March, and I'm super fucking nervous about it. <laughs> oh, where out here? I'm going to go see Melinda. Out oh, in oh Bar. right Your on. spirit mom. Yeah. 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 Well, I was going to, I wanted to go back to um, Faye Driver's healthcare and just ask him a oh. question or two. Faye, do you have, when you go to the doctor, do you have to pay a, a, a copay or like 10 bucks or something? No? No, not a, no, not for a, not for a medical doctor. No. Uh, what about a chiropractor a or a specialist? massage therapist? You might. Okay. What about you might. prescriptions? You might. <laughs> prescriptions. So we we would pay. So I pay something like fifteen dollars or seventeen dollars a month for what we call extended health benefits, and that would cover our prescriptions. You would still pay probably ten percent of a prescription, uh, but that that. Seventeen dollar uh, amount would cover your prescriptions and eyeglasses, and you know wow. things like that. So, would you consider what about dentistry? What about what dentistry? Dentistry. Dental coverage is a separate set of coverages, and um, I don't have dental coverage because it's too expensive. But my husband has dental coverage, so I was just at the dentist. And the dentist charged about three hundred dollars for my services, and I paid fifty bucks. Because you got it you know, through your husband's insurance, right? Okay, isn't that crazy that every fucking country in this world feels like dental is not important and it has to be super fucking expensive, and they're like super behind in technology when it comes to that bullshit? I agree with you. Like, yep. I don't understand that. Like, I had. A filling replaced. It was silver, or uh, not silver. What is it? Um, mercury the amalgam. Mer- yeah, the, yeah. It was yeah. like the silver one. The whatever. Yeah. Oh, the okay. Well, my dental office doesn't do that anymore because mm-hmm. uh, dental people stopped doing that like four hundred years ago. Right? <laughs> yeah. And so my dental insurance would not cover the porcelain filling, right? Which was only like. $280, but they said, oh, you know what? We'll pay for you to get a, um, a cap. You know how much that cost? Like $2,800. What? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So my dentist was like, uh, your tooth is way too healthy to be doing that. We're not doing it. We're going to say we did it, but we're giving you a porcelain crown there you go. <laughs> or a porcelain, uh, filling. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's just stupid. Like why? I don't, Oh, Why would an insurance company do that? That's so and dumb. The coverage limits are crazy. Stupid. My my policy, you know, I pay fifty eight dollars a month for. I think on my dental. I think I do. And too, yeah. the and the um, coverage limit is two thousand dollars a year. Same here. That's the same as mine. Oh and it's, wow! It's, That's terrible. Oh, it's terribly low. Like uh, I need a bridge, and I am. Oh, I'm. 
put tucking money away to be able to afford it because it's going to be about a $2,200 out-of-pocket expense for me. That's a really, Um, well, it depends on how many teeth it involves, but... um, Three total. Well, I have one that's being replaced and then the two on either side. All of these in the front are is one big bridge. Mm. So, oh, you can't see them. You're so vain. <laughs> <laughs> but no, my my tooth fell out and won't stay in. So, um, where I I was fine with the crown, um, the crown that they did, and um, you know it it worked, but then that it fell out and it won't. They've reattached it twice, and they said we're going to have to do a bridge because there's not enough um, there for it to stick to permanently. Yeah. So, well, you're right. Dental dental <laughs> stuff is just outrageously expensive. Because I was going to say on for my bridge, it was close to ten thousand dollars, I think. And it's it's just and that, and that yeah, I, I would guess that's like about the cost of it. Oh, yeah, I would I would guess my cost, you know, from my dentist will be at least double what my out of pocket is, um, because that's, um, you know, I pay more for um, 70. uh, What is it? 75, I think, or 80 percent coverage rather than the next policy I can choose is only 50 percent coverage. And so I, I pay for the more expensive one. But that's you know my twenty five percent is like twenty two hundred bucks. So. Well, so when when is the United States going to see um, universal health care, or when we're dead? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> but some of these countries have had their universal health care since World War Two. <laughs> yeah. And before mm-hmm. that, they're but. communist. They're communist. <laughs> yeah. They don't believe in money. Yeah. <laughs> Just pray to God. He'll heal you. <laughs> yeah. Praise Jesus. Praise That's right. <laughs> if there was such a person. Right. <laughs> no, I, I do think Jesus was probably a real person. I don't think that he was all, all that. that extra. <laughs> he didn't have all that extra. Story, yes. Yeah, yeah. I think that he was probably a good person. He probably did help mm-hmm. people and he probably. He didn't perform any fucking miracles. Like he, he didn't, didn't do any of that shit. He didn't turn water into wine? <laughs> he didn't make five million loaves of bread from one cracker because if that was the case, he needs to fucking do it now. <laughs> so, <laughs> No doubt. Our food pantries need some help. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we have those kind of miracles now? Mm-hmm. If they were so, I mean, if such thing really actually did happen, why don't we, ha- why don't we see that today? Oh, I, I went to many churches growing up and there was you know like hallelujah the person's healed you know and then you find out later no they weren't really healed they were caught up in the adrenaline of the moment and you know they said they were healed but no they were still as disabled as they had been i used to ask those very same questions when i was forced to go to fucking church Mm -hmm. and my parents would get so angry oh mine too that um i would say wait so you're telling me Adam and Eve had a baby, two sons, mm-hmm. one killed the other, but there's more children. So you're saying the son fucked the mom and then those or kids an, fucked uh, each other? Unknown daughter. Yes, it's all yeah. And those kids yeah. fucked. <laughs> no wonder um, our population's so fucked up. <laughs> inbreeding. Exactly. Yeah. It's like so dumb. I know, yeah. but they would get so mad because the the yeah. people in church would be like, "You just need to trust. You need to and trust like, and believe. You just need to believe." <laughs> well, I need to believe in uh, facts and evidence, science, science, <laughs> yeah. exactly. 
yeah, as you, well, I'm sure most people know what my um, belief on religion is. I'm, I'm <laughs> yes. an atheist, so <laughs> don't believe that shit. But I don't, um, you know, mind if other people do. No, no I mean, I'll pray with people, but <clears throat> it's not like I'm like praying. I'm just being respectful. I was just going to say, I would but, be respectful and stand there, you know, and be quiet and hold her, mm-hmm. hold people's hands or whatever, but I'm not actually doing anything in my head. And and here's the thing is, I think if if you're hanging out with people and the, the folks that I hang out with who are um, quote unquote religious are good people, um, they're not hateful. And I think the spirituality of it plays like an important role for them in, um, I don't know, keeping a positive outlook, however it works. And mm. I'm, I, I'm still, I, I, I am in this weird place of like, I still kind of consider myself Christian because I always grew up believing it, but I don't believe a lot of the bullshit <laughs> of it that I think is clearly false or not based on um, evidence or whatever. So it's, it, I, I don't know, you know, God, God could be any one or anything or, you know, I, or I nothing. think, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's so much of it, I think has to do what our perception is. Right. And we've been force fed one very, very narrow um, aspect. And, and a lot of times it's been interpreted to just be hateful and judgmental and, um, and that's that's where I think things go terribly wrong is people use it in such awful ways. But I, I think, mm-hmm. you know, it can bring a lot of peace to people um, if they don't don't go down the path of judging and, you know, <laughs> being uh, condemning everyone and, you know, and insisting that they're so right and, and that everybody must believe just like them. Yeah. Well, it's also doesn't help that. There are, because I grew up in a church for 18 years. Trust mm-hmm. me, I know the whole thing. Um, there are good things that you can learn from it, but it's yeah. they teach it out of fear instead of yep. love. And so it yeah, automatically turns you off. Yeah, you be good, right? You, right. You, you must do, you know, you must do the right thing. You must be honest, mm-hmm. but it's all based on if you aren't, then you're going to hell. You know, you're going to die. In hell. You're going to burn in hell and die. <laughs> exactly. And then I'm also like, um, I'm sorry, the preacher and the wife is getting divorced because he fucked the secretary. Right. So <laughs> what is this teaching people? Isn't that a little hypocritical? And then that's yeah. when you're told that's none of your business. That's adult stuff. Right. <laughs> well, that, for me, it goes back to um, can can you be a nice, moral uh well-rounded person without having had religion. You don't, I'm saying you don't need religion to be a good person. To right. Be oh, absolutely a moral not. Person. Some of the best people I've met, you know, some of the most lovely people I know are, you know, atheists, Satanists. Wiccans, Satanists. Yes. Like they're, you know, there's lovely people out there who have all different beliefs and they're just good people. But I do have to say there are, real Christian people out there that do the right thing and are mm-hmm. good people and they help people. They don't judge people. I have a lot of friends that are like that, mm-hmm. but not let me ask gay you friends, of course, but do they, um, do they um, attract attention to themselves because they've done these good things? No, 
That's not the ones that I know. Then yeah, I was going to say the people say. who are good are mm-hmm. are doing it because that's what they truly believe, and they're not they're not doing it for recognition or right. for selfish reasons. Yeah, and like they don't really. I'm, the reason I know is because I'm friends with them. But mm-hmm. if a stranger came up to them, like they're not going to be like, "Oh, I helped homeless people." Blah, 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 blah. You know, they just they don't do that. Right. So, I think there are good things, but then. There's 90% of the bad things. Okay, so. Faye's got his hand up. Part, part of the part of the thing about the church is being in a community, right? Like being in a group of people where you find solace, where you find support. And in many ways, maybe not not necessarily Christianity, but but the church environment can be a healthy environment to be in because you have support of other people. You're with peers who think the same way and, and you can help resolve. You can get help resolving problems that you might have within your church community. And I respect that. Um, And not all church is about hellfire and brimstone and about how bad of a sinner you are and that you're going to go to hell i think there are some positive aspects to to being in a church community Mm -hmm. um the worst parts about it though are these uh, you know coming down and saying you're you're not going to go to god (laughs) you won't make it to heaven you're a bad person Mm -hmm. but there are I, i feel that there are good there can be good aspects about being involved in a church community now, Brother Sinaitis, are you um, a religious person? Not anymore, but... <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Do you have a story to tell? Well, I mean, I did, uh, in college and stuff like that, get involved. And I did uh, attend seminary for three years. Oh, I think oh. you so- told us that last time that I didn't get recorded, but yes. <laughs> so... Um, and I mean, I've uh, got, to, I handled that one by quitting with the last course in the, and just walking away from it. So now was that because I, of, of the gay thing? Not really, because I was in a liberal seminary. Oh, okay. And they mm-hmm. were very accepting. That's cool. Was it a Methodist one or? Yes. Yeah. Okay. United which is which is interesting because the United Methodist Church is one of the most liberal parts of Christianity but yet they still will not do gay marriage and still will not like I worked for them I was at I worked in their pension area we did their pensions and their um their health insurance and they fired a pastor because he married his gay son and well, he didn't he marry him. Back. He performed the ceremony. He performed. Yeah, the ceremony. he performed the ceremony. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, well, that's actually, what I mean. That is probably worse. <laughs> grammar. Yourself. Grammar. That's but, a um, porn film right there. No, right? Sorry, I'm embarrassed. But um, so anyway, they fired him. They withdrew his pension and everything. Well, he sued them. Well, he went to the um, tribal communal, whatever they call it for the Methodist church. General assembly. Yeah. General assembly. And they still denied him, but then he sued them. And then he was able to actually 
not only he was out for two and a half years, he was also he was able to be reinstated. They also had to pay all of his pension back plus what he missed for two and a half years. And then he him. left the state he was in and moved to California where they accepted it. Wow. So now they're having right a problem on. because they're kind of doing the same thing what happened with the United Methodist Church when slavery was a thing. The United Methodist Church broke up into two different churches. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's about to start happening again. And I, I actually caused that issue. I heard the same thing that, that the Methodist Church was talking about completely separating for the people who believe, yep. you know, that, that we, they can perform um, same sex marriages and those who don't believe that. Mm -hmm. But I grew up Methodist too. Is that the church you grew up in, Ricky? No. Oh. I grew up <laughs> in the Southern Baptist Church where I was. Oh. Used to the N word and the F word just every oh, Sunday morning, geez. right before we had breakfast. We had right. to talk about how we're supposed to hate the N words and blah, 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 blah. Oh like, God. wow. Like, I was, <laughs> I just remember being like in seven years old and like, I'm sorry. I have a mind of my own and I'm pretty sure this is not right. What is up with all these fuckers in this church? <laughs> no, I completely yeah. agree with you. And I was forced to go. I was forced. Oh yeah, me. I uh, I didn't have any choice till I was eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> well, I went until I was fourteen and got a job, and then I requested to work double shifts every <laughs> oh. Sunday and Wednesdays, <laughs> so I didn't have to go to church. <laughs> Good for you. That's a great plan. <laughs> yeah, I think um, my parents, not my father, because he he's an athe he was an atheist too, but my mother was um, pretty insistent that we went to church on a pretty regular basis up until about. 12 years old. And then I was like, eh, I don't want to go. You know, so then we, we didn't have to keep going anymore. Lucky. Well, because it was about 12 that I, I remember asking my father, and I'm sure I said this on a podcast previously, but I asked my father, um, who made God? And he couldn't answer that. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, a, that's something we're not supposed to ask. I know. Right? Just, that's what we're told. Well, that's you when I'm like, okay, faith this is that a God always existed. Yeah, no, that's when I say this is a bunch of bullshit. You all are just <laughs> trying to pull the wool over my eyes. Well, I I was gonna say before, like one of the people you know in our Pride Forty Eight community, Greg and his wife Cheryl, like they are lovely Christian people, yeah. and they're incredible allies and just truly, um, you know, good good people that I'm I feel honored and blessed to know and. Um, you know, there, I think our community is better for having diversity. I, you know, I hope that our community keeps becoming more diverse. And I, I love every time we can welcome people in that are um, truly into the community aspect of, of respecting and um, allowing people to just be who they are and, um, you know, love each other. Um, because we are all different, right? That's one of the things I love about Pride 48 is we've got, uh, I, I was going to say fairly diverse, but it's, it, I don't know, it's still pretty white male <laughs> oriented, but, um, but I, I, you know, I feel like we, we can keep growing and improving and we're open to that. So. Yeah. So um, I have a couple things to say. Okay. If I could. Mm-hmm. One, um, for people nah, we're who, good. Thanks. No, I'm just <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> for people like, who are not able, 
<laughs> For people who are not able to see our video screens, we have Brother Sinatus and his cat. So yes. uh-huh. what's the name yeah. of the cat? It's Bonita, and you have got an example of our relationship. <laughs> she was walking all over me. She's in, she's in charge. Right. <laughs> yep. <Yeah>. Clingy. <laughs> oh, and I see a, a puppy dog. Oh. In in uh, uh, Ricky's on Ricky's couch. Yeah. Uh-huh. So and I want to know about this shirt that Ricky's wearing. It says, oh. "Don't be a Richard." I love it. Which Richard, <laughs> are you? Re- is that referring to Dick? Don't be a dick. Yeah, dick. don't be a dick. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> I get it now. It's not funny when you have to explain, explain it. it. No. <laughs> well, but it's a great. We shirt. didn't go to church here in Canada. Well, I, I, have to, I have a I have a perfect story for this. Speaking of religion, okay. So, there's a store in Virginia where I lived, where I live, or where my family lives. Can you guys hear me okay? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Microphone wasn't that close. Okay. And it's called, I'm going to try to say it without it fucking it up because it's a hard word for me to say, but it's rural king. You know, like rural area. Rural. Rural. Yeah. Rural, rural king is what it's called. Okay. Rural king. And it's, yeah. And it's like a farm store. So they have like, feed oh, like Southern and, states. Yeah. And they have like chickens and ducks and stuff in it because they sell them. Well, I was over in the clothes area and I saw this one shirt and it had like a sunrise and some mountains on it. I was like, oh my God, I love that shirt. I have to go get it. And so I looked at it and it had some like Jesus-y shit on the bottom of it. And I was like, fuck. (laughs) And I swear to God, right next to it was this shirt. (laughs) Right next to the shirt. I mean, if that doesn't tell you what Christianity is about, that's like... That shit that's right the there metaphor. explains it. Yeah, that's the <laughs> metaphor. <laughs> that's great. I love it. I so, wonder yeah. if the rural king is similar to tractor supply out here. Yeah, it's like California. a tractor supply store. It's the okay. same. Yeah. But um, I, I always like that store because it's about there the is, only time I like white guys yeah. in there. <laughs> there is nothing cuter than a baby duck. Uh-huh. How about they're the guy, about the, the guy cutest critter on the duck. planet. <laughs> so, uh, Ricky, um, you were just yeah. you were just in your hometown um, for the holidays, right? Yeah, I was there actually for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah, did you go to McAdoo's? I sure did. <gasps> You did. Dude, you have to go to the one in Radford. It is like what is fucking Macadus? amazing. Macadus is a restaurant, but there's okay. only like two or three of them, I think. Um, I think there's like seven of them now. There's oh. one in Blacksburg, one in Radford, one in Christiansburg, one in uh, Lynchburg, and there's two in North Carolina. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that. Then they've expanded what, what since I went to of, college. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of food? Um, um, it's like sandwiches, yeah. soup. Like Chips. diner? No. Not quite diner, no. It's more of like a deli kind yes. of, but it's a full-on oh, okay. restaurant. Yeah. So they have things like wings and stuff like that, but most of their, the big thing for them are like 50-some different sandwiches they have. Right. And well, they name them all after famous people. I went to Radford for college for five years, and that was the restaurant to go to. So it's been around for- It still is. It still is. Really? That's amazing. Yeah. Is it reasonably priced or more high-end? Oh, yeah. Or- 
Oh, no, no. It's it, like everyday it's, kind of food. It's prices. college. It's college. Yeah, prices. it's in the college. Okay. It's okay. college Radford's a college town. So it's in Oh, that. nice. Yeah. yeah. And so Archer went there for college and I live there because that's where I'm from. Yeah. So, um, and Radford's only like 15 minutes from Christiansburg. Yeah. Yeah. And um, what's funny is I was telling my siblings about the bus stop. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. The bar. Absolutely. Yeah. Nickel they beer. closed it. Yeah, they closed it like eight months after I fucking turned 21. Oh, there's a bar called the bus stop or there was? Yeah. There was a bar called the bus stop. And <laughs> well, it was like fucking it. awesome. Okay, when I went to college in Radford from 1982 to 1987, I know it's a very long time ago. but Oh my I'm, God, I was in kindergarten when you started I know, college. I'm old. <laughs> but Ricky, at that time, um, the drinking age was 18. So I was. Oh, like, yeah. oh wow! Yeah, for my first or second, first or two, first one or two years in college, it was um, still eighteen, but then changed around that time. Anyway, but um, at college at Radford, they were like a different bar to go to every night of the week. You know, so you could. Did do you go to BTS? BTS, yes, absolutely. And they had Fuck, really good I love food that. too. Yeah, they yeah. do. But um, so we could go to the bus stop, we'd go to BT's, we go to, the, I forget the other Chancey's, yeah, Chancey's. All of these different bars. Um, and the thing is, as I said, really cheap beer at, at the bus stop. It was, you can get a glass of beer. It's about, I don't know, six, eight ounces, probably eight ounces for a nickel on certain nights. Oh and you my. would get totally drunk and fall off the tables and just, you know, and then walk, walk up the hill back to Radford. <laughs> Do you know what I found very interesting? I... I guess because I haven't lived there in a while, but Virginia alcohol prices are fucking expensive. Yes, they are. Yeah. Like what we would pay for like a 12 pack of bottles here was about six to $7 more in Virginia. Yeah. It's crazy. Do they tax it? I'm sure they do. Well, each state taxes their own alcohol so they can tax it at their own rate. And I think there's federal taxes too, but there are, but it, even if it's not taxed that much differently, it just it depends on where you live because the mm-hmm. um, the price of you know getting it from a distributor must differ wildly. Um, mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. when I lived in Chico, where the Sierra Nevada brewery is, um, a six pack of you know any of their you know their pale ale, their torpedo that you know they have a lot of different beers that you know you could walk into your local Safeway and get a six pack of bottles for i don't know 550 or something um and you come down here to sacramento and it's you know hour and a half away and it's eight dollars you know in the grocery mm. store instead and well, I, further east it it gets to be even more you know yeah i'll give you an example uh, you know i'm a miller high life guy i love the champagne of beers when I go to a party, I like to be in the class and the trash all at one time. <laughs> so here, like a 12 pack bottle is only like six ninety nine seven dollars $7. But I went to Virginia and it was like $14.99. Yeah, that's crazy. And Tony yeah, and wow. I were like, Tony and I were like, what the fuck is this about? This is like some shitty beer and you're telling me I have to pay $15 for it? I don't think so. Oh yeah, there I am taking my drink. There I am. (laughs) I was like, "Whoa, that's expensive." But then, like, the food is cheap, so you know, whatever. When I went to college, I don't 
I don't remember it being that expensive. I'm like, it was really, really cheap to drink. You could get a pizza and a six pack for five bucks. No, it was cheap when oh I lived gosh. there and I was partying there. But yeah. now that I go back, I'm like, what the fuck happened here? Because this place is where dreams and hopes go to die. But the <laughs> alcohol is super expensive. But the university has expanded. I mean, it's huge down there now. So, of course, they yeah, have all the rich people huge. and everything. So, Right. So yeah. what state are you in now, Ricky? Living in? Illinois. I live in Chicago. Chicago. Okay. Yeah. And Virginia is where you go back for family. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we call that the syntax here in Canada. So hmm. all of our fun things are taxed heavily, such as liquor oh. and cigarettes. In Chicago too. Well, not weed. alcohol, but yes, weed is super taxed here. Right. It's, yeah. It's now recently um, marijuana is easily accessible, except it's gotten much more expensive than when right. you would just buy it from a guy in a gas. <laughs> Right. In the back alley. Now you can legally go to a store and buy it. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. It's displayed wonderfully, but we go to our local (laughs) dispensary down here and it's, you know, it's all legal and everything's laid out beautifully. And, you know, it's like, oh, look, it's only $21 for a half gram cartridge. Um, You know, and then you go to check out and you're like, why did it just become $42? Because. <laughs> There's $21 in taxes on top right, of the totally. $21. You well, know. here in Chicago, anything that is a streaming service, we have to pay an extra 10% tax on. You mean so, like Netflix? Like Netflix, oh, wow. um, Netflix, Spotify, Apple Music, oh, any of that why, stuff. Why? That doesn't make any sense to get money for the city. <laughs> and who collects it? Does Netflix collect it directly yeah. from you? And then they yeah. have to pay the tax yeah. because you reside there. Huh. Interesting. It sucks. It does suck. But, That's yeah. crazy. Um, it's called the fun tax or the entertainment tax is what they call it. Right. Well, um, Faye, you're Internet talking- service, you have to pay 10% tax extra on it. Really? Oh, I th- that's just crazy. I can't believe that. It's <laughs> just. But Faye, you're talking about, um, they call it the sin tax. So for alcohol, cigarettes, and what was the third thing you said? Oh, pop. Well, I guess, I mean, marijuana is quite, is, is heavily taxed. Well, the thing that's outrageously yeah. expensive now is cigarettes. If you go to buy a pack of cigarettes, well, it's different mm-hmm. in, in, in every state again, but um, like in my city, it's like $12 for one pack of cigarettes. Oh yeah. That's but I, similar to California. I can drive two minutes across the border to Virginia and it's like five fifty. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, they're expensive here in Chicago. I think they're around nineteen or twenty dollars a pack. See that right there? That's so, like, oh, oh go my ahead. gosh, that's yeah. terrible. That's outrageously expensive. But but you can drive to Indiana and get a whole case, a whole truckload for like thirty dollars. Exactly. What happens? What happens is people go to Indiana, buy them, and then bring them back to Chicago and, and sell, sell them. them. Sell them on which the corner or in that back alley, <laughs> which is super illegal, and you can go to prison oh, yeah. for. Her. Yeah, but like we'll get on the train, and people are like, "You want to pack, buy a pack of cigarettes?" I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, listen. Not me, but people are. We're gonna wrap this up because we're, we're coming to about an hour's time now. Well, close to it. But before I do, I want to give each of you a little um, second or two to talk about uh, whatever you want to um, push or what? What's it called? Plug. Itch. Whatever, plug. whatever you want to plug. Let's start with Brother Sinatus. Well, 
I don't, <laughs> I'm not doing anything and I'm not going anywhere. And so if you want to just call me, give me a call. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's go to Blind Guy J next. All right. Um, about the only thing I occasionally go on anymore is Facebook. Um, I don't know, a couple times a month, but uh, you can find me there, J.R. Harris, too. Excellent. Moving on to the Fay Driver. Well, you can hear about my adventures at pinkwheelnuts.com in my next episode, which will be out soon. I don't know when. I'll probably be talking about my snowblower. Ooh. Oh. It is Canada, was. after all. <laughs> I think yeah. I heard about tires today when I was listening to one of your previous episodes. Oh, you probably did, yep. you yeah. Yeah. Oh, you said, I, oh, I just love buying tires. <laughs> I was buying tires for my, my RV trailer. I, know, That's I just what thought it was. that was so funny. You're like, I love buying tires. <laughs> <laughs> It gets me so horny. Yeah. <laughs> so find the Faye driver at pinkwheelnuts.com. Is that right? Yes. Thank okay. you. Excellent. And last but not least, Ricky, how can people find you or what you what are you doing? What are you plugging? Um, you can find me on my podcast, Foul Monkeys Podcast. Are you are you back, back to doing to it, it every time? Yes, I'm back. All right, I'll start listening and... again. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then you can find me on, uh, all the social media stuff by finding me on Yo Soy Bromero. And you can also find me on YouTube if you want to watch me make cards. Yeah. And you Go just got an endorsement. Didn't you just get an endorsement? I, I actually work for a few companies now where I make videos, instructional videos for them using their products. Excellent. So, I think that is so oh, cool. cool. Yeah. So you can find me over on YouTube by searching for Bromero cards. Excellent. I think I'm already subscribed, but um, yeah. All you fuckers, go subscribe, please. Yeah, I need should. some subscribers. So I need to start getting paid for this. Oh, I would, I would love to. Bromero cards. Yes. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, thank you all so much for joining me tonight. Uh, we're gonna say we it. didn't even talk about penis. Penis. What would you like to learn about? Penis? No, I'm saying what. What's the gangbang without a penis? Oh well, you know what? Um, you didn't hear it, but last week or was it the week before? When I had, um, it was the week before when I had uh, SD card issues, Brother Sinatus answered the three questions. Yeah. Oh, so we yeah. missed oh. it. Yeah. But we're, but we're not virgins anymore, so we don't have to right. answer so you don't again, have to right? answer tonight. Because, I mean, yeah. we did do I answered it. that a long time ago. I know. Right? But your dick is probably But I now. can tell you things. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why I need to lose 50 pounds. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I bet your husband's loving it. (laughs) Anyway, thank you all so much for joining. And I want you to say it with me. Until next time. Bye. Bye. This show is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com.